Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 19-year-old Paige Johnson, who is considered lost and injured. She went missing from Covington, Kentucky on September 23, 2010. She is Caucasian, 5'1", 110 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Her tongue and navel are pierced, and her hair has highlights in it. If you know of Paige Johnson's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Paige Johnson, please click on the link on Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words Use your hands You can change the world Just pretend Express yourself Take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk And the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan, and we're your teen hosts for today. If you haven't heard before... Be The Star You Are charity is having its ninth annual national essay contest where you can win $100, get a radio interview on this show, and win prizes like books and recognition. This year's competition has a theme of benevolence, compassion, and kindness. For more information, visit btsya.com. The contest runs through January of 2013 and is graciously sponsored by U.S. Bank. So that is some really exciting information for any writers out there who want to be published. Make sure again to check out www.btsya.com to find out more about this ninth annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. We also have other great news. We teens have just launched club Be The Star You Are in several local high schools. If you are interested in joining a club or starting your own, make sure to visit www.btsya.com slash club.html. HTML, sorry. We want to spread club fever and have Club Be The Star You Are become a global enterprise for young people. So this week's theme is resilience, writing, and self-publishing. We will be interviewing Sherry McGuinn, a young adult author who began her career as a probation officer and child protection caseworker, and finally, to becoming a self-publisher. And in our final segment, Tanner O'Dell, our Texas teen chef, will serve up more of his tantalizing truths. But right now, Young Ju is going to talk to us about Club Be The Star You Are 
and her personal writing pro projects that have been published. All right. So I'm really excited to share with all our listeners about the project that we here at Be The Star You Are have started. We actually started our own BTSYA clubs at various schools in the East Bay, San Francisco area. I realized that a lot of teens don't know about the publishing world or the radio, but are interested about these opportunities. I only know about this great opportunity because Cynthia, our producer, came to my school and talked about it at career night. Unfortunately, Cynthia can't go to every school in the U.S. or even in California. The purpose of these clubs are to inform teens about these awesome opportunities that are out there and spread the word through peers. Kai and I are both officers and our job is to answer questions and edit papers that Cynthia might have overlooked accidentally since she is so busy. So we're trying it out at our schools, but hope that one day it'll be a national, maybe even international program. So another cool thing that I've been a part of is the La Miranda Weekly newspaper. It's a local newspaper delivered free every week. I love writing from an early age, and I think it's the only thing that I was actually sort of good at and interested in. I'm se I've seriously failed in everything else, like piano, ballet, um, like martial arts and everything pretty much, like sports. But you know, writing, that was the one thing that I slightly didn't fail at as a child. So anyways, um, I've always loved writing and I've been exploring different fields of writing from fiction to journalism. I actually do write for my school paper too. I'm a staff writer this year and love every moment of it. And writing for the school paper and La Miranda Weekly are obviously different, but they're all really amazing experiences that all teens should be able to experience if they want to. So one last thing that our organization is trying to do is blog. We're, at, we're busy at work with our first post for a blog about using technology safely for parents and teens. I'm sure there'll be more news for that once we've got our first post published and it's taken off. That sounds weird, or it might sound weird, that we're blogging, but blogging is becoming a new platform for ideas. I'm a person who really loves technology, I've always been a supporter of it, and I think that technology has so many benefits and that we're experimenting right now to see what works and what doesn't. The speed of technological technological advancements are really scary, but at the same time exhilarating. Like 10 years ago, I didn't even know the capacity that phones could have or a thing that tablet like iPad could be created. Like at my high school, I see some of the freshmen carrying around iPads instead of textbooks and it just is really weird but at the same time a feat of technology. I write on a personal blog supported by Blogger and I also have a Tumblr and so I feel like with all these mediums, writing and connecting with people has never been so easy. The world is getting smaller because we have so many ways of connecting with people on the other side of the earth. I still find it really amazing that I can video chat with my cousins in Korea. So some tips I would have for those interested in journalism, blogging, or radio would be to keep seeking. Opportunities will come to you if you're persistent enough. Patience is so important for those who want to blog. I don't have that much patience, but as I was blogging, I really learned how to wait for people, and and I realized that if I keep writing and I'm I'm just so focused on what I do, people will come and people will read the stuff that I write. So be patient and keep writing. Promote yourself and create opportunities. All right, so Youngju, you mentioned a lot about blogging, and I actually have my own Tumblr too, which is kind of, I keep it very personal because 
I am kind of embarrassed about some of the things that I write about or I post, but what do you think um, is the most valuable thing that's come from being able to blog and share your experiences online? Well, um, so I started blogging randomly because I don't even know why I started blogging, but one day I just came home and I was like, it might be fun to blog, so I started blogging, and I've only told two of my friends currently, and since I do write slightly personal things, it's kind of weird to advertise your blog to people, and <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's one thing that you should overcome if you really want to blog, but um, I really think that it's good to be anonymous online, and in order to make friends online, I'm not sure, but blogging is a really good stress reliever, and um, there's so much information on blogs currently so if you need help with math homework to cooking to anything you can just look on other blogs so I feel like it's a good way to grow the community of technology right and so I know that I don't I don't tend to write too many personal things and I definitely don't reveal my identity online but do you think because there's a lot of concerns right now with the new technology about technological safety and you mentioned that in your post, is it a good idea to write personal things for safety reasons, or would you say it's better to write anonymously? So, what are your views on that? Uh, well, I kind of write like half anonymously, and I only upload group pictures. There are like no pictures of just me online, and I don't write things about like, what school I go to. I don't think I've even revealed that I live in Arinda. Like, I just am very safe about my per personality and how much information I give to my bloggers or people right. in my blog. And then now turning back to more of the things that you talk about, you write for your school newspaper, you write for the La Miranda Weekly and all these different things because writing is one of your passions and one of the things that you excel at. What do you think is a, a really great experience you've had as a result of beginning to write for these different newspapers? Or what's something that you think is really important that you've learned? Uh, well, I've definitely learned it's good to be patient, and no one will, well, not many blogs get so much attention first. It's really like a continual process of blogging, and I, the first issue of our school newspaper came out um, last week, I think, and it was just really, really cool having people read what I write and seeing my name in the paper, so I still feel really happy when I see my name in the little bold print. Right, yeah, the byline is always really fun to see. I know that I looked at mine with a lot of pride at the things that you write. Do you think, from your personal experience, really quickly before we run out of time, do you feel the more you write, the more you do rating, hosting, reporting, and the better you get and the more comfortable you feel? Like, I know I feel better, and, I, and the more we, I do public speaking and everything like that, it becomes easier for me. Would you agree with that statement? Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that statement. Um, in freshman year, I was so shy. Like, I guess I wasn't so shy, but I was really shy compared to how I am now. And I feel like taking classes like public speaking and writing and all the things that we are both doing right now helps people to become more, um, like, people-friendly, I guess, but they're more willing to be energetic, and it's easier to talk to people. It's definitely easier to go in front of people and talk and give a speech. Right. So I think I would – the main thing that I think we want our listeners to come away with from this segment today is that there are tons of wonderful opportunities to express yourself through these different mediums that are now available more and more to teens. So thank you, Youngju, so much for these tips and info. 
We have to take a break right now, but when we return, we will be talking to author and self-publisher Sherry McGuinn. I'm Kaya Kelly. And I'm Young Juan. And everyone should remember that it's not easy at first, but it does get easier along the way with more effort that you put in. So keep, keep persevering. And you are listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends to join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving the youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan, and I'm your teen host for today. So today we have Sherry McGuinn, who is a self-published author. She took many English and drama classes in college, which both helped her in her dialogue and plotting development as well as prepare her for the collaborative effort required in producing any script or novel. She has an undergraduate degree in physiology or psychology, sorry, which led to work as a probation officer and child protection caseworker. 
She later returned to school for her master's in education, specializing in learning and behavior disorders. She continued her studies to become certified as a reading specialist as well. She has worked in rural, urban, and reservation schools. Tough teens were her special speciality. Now she restricts her teaching to subbing and workshops on self-publishing. She is pursuing a master's in administration professional writing while she continues her creative works and travel adventures. Sherry's characters are resilient people who are dealing with major crises, hoping hopefully worse problems than the average reader will have to encounter. They manage not only through their own resilience but by teaching and reaching out by taking help from the right people. Let's welcome Sherry to express yourself. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Youngju. Thank you for having me. So you currently have two books in print, and can you tell us a bit about those books? Okay. Um, the first book I actually wrote was Running Away, and it's about a teenage girl who runs away. Surprise with that title, huh? Um, and it's actually told in her voice and her mom's so that the reader can see both perspectives and um, understand why they're not communicating. And underneath all of that is this really good suspense line that keeps you turning the page to find out if everything's going to turn out okay or not. So resilience is a theme in your books, and does that come from your background of working with troubled kids? Probably. Um, a lot of the kids I've worked with have had really, really tough times in their lives. Um, and they I've always admired them. I mean, a lot of times they end up being troublemakers and the kids that end up dropping out of school and the teachers don't like them a whole lot because they just cause trouble all the time. But um, I always liked them because I felt that they were very resilient, that they were in their own ways learning how to deal with a lot of really heavy stuff. Yeah. So why do you think this resilience is so important? It's how we survive. I mean, even if it's just a pimple on your face, <sighs> if you fall apart about it, you're going to not you're going to hide in your room and not go out to the dance and have fun. Um you have to be able to just roll with the punches, whether it's, you know, a pimple or whether it's something really horrendous. Yeah. So how is resilience important to you personally? To me personally? Well, I was um, uh, a divorced mom with three kids, so I have had two wow. helicopter flights with my youngest yeah. son from head injuries. Um Resilience was extremely important to our surviving yeah. their childhoods. They all grew up. They're all okay. So what does a helicopter mean exactly for those of us? He had to have two life flights. Oh, wow. He had uh, a two injuries to his head that were severe enough that he had to be transported from one hospital to another. So um, how did you get through this when you were faced with this situation? Um, conf confidence, faith that it's going to turn out, out okay. And I knew that as long as the crisis was there, I had to remain calm. Mm -hmm. I was calm enough they let me ride in the helicopter both <laughs> times. Um, 
because my falling apart would only make things worse and there was no other adult to lean on yeah so it was absolutely essential that i be the strong person and what i see in kids that come from really difficult home situations or or some other kinds of things that are going on in their lives that are very difficult is they have to be very self-reliant. They have to be very strong in themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, do you get all your inspiration and stories from real life? Um, probably. I'm not very good at, at fantasy. I, I have to admit I've never even read Tolkien. <laughs> um, I've, I've watched the movies. I can handle that. But the, the books involve much more time investment, and I just yeah. don't have patience for mm -hmm. it. Um, but I, I just find that more realistic fiction works better for me. Yeah, so what was your inspiration for running away? Well, when I worked in child protection... I saw the same situation frequently where a girl was being abused by somebody that the mom had introduced to the family circle. And in that situation, it's very difficult for a mother to recognize and admit that she has actually put her child at risk by introducing them to somebody that she thought was fine. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, the teenager doesn't understand why the mom doesn't understand. And a lot of times, the kid reacts by acting out and getting into trouble, which ends up putting all of the focus on problems that they're creating instead of the problem they have. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to write a book that would help the moms and the daughters understand each other better and communicate better. Yeah. And um, so that was really important to me. And then I did actually have the experience. My oldest son, when he was 17 and already had his GED and was very independent, um, disappeared for nine months. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And um, so when the mom goes through those moments where she's thinking, I may never see her again, I that's that's straight from me. <laughs> um, I had those moments. Wow! Be, before he called home. Yeah, I I remember, or I still have these issues with my mom. Of course, I don't have such severe problems, but I also know how my mom always wants me to get along with her friends' children, who happen to be my age, and she doesn't understand why we aren't all friends, since we're all the same age and going through similar things. But what made your son run away? Did you ever talk to him about that? Or Oh, oh yeah. He, he, um, he was just being very independent. He actually was um, in love <laughs> with an older woman and he took off with her she wasn't that much older oh. but um, it was enough where he was afraid I would get her into trouble so he took off with her and, and they hid out and I didn't know where they were <sighs> but um, your, your point I like your point that even kids that don't have severe problems have issues with their parents and with communicating and just not understanding each other all the time mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that this might help 
kids, even that you know, even kids that have relatively minor issues with their parents might help them exercise their brains a little to try and see things from the other side. Mm -hmm. So you talk about reading diaries and journals and running away, and that's a big part of the book. But what significance is journal writing, and why is that so important in there? And how can it mend (laughs) relationships? Well, it's, it's a mechanism I used in the book in order to help them get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie, you know, has written mm-hmm. kind of general, generally what's been going on in her diary, and she leaves it behind for her little sister, allegedly, but she really knows her mom's going to read it when it gets found. Mm-hmm. And she accidentally ends up taking off with her mom's old journal from when she was the same age and I had that happen so that Maggie would have some way of getting to know her mother better because um, and and this is true even of us adults it's really tough to understand that parents had an entire life before they ever had kids and they don't usually sit down and give you a blow-by-blow of everything they ever did and every mistake they ever made. And um, and it depends on the parent how honest they are and, and also on what they did. If, if, they're, if they've done things that they're not very proud of, they're much more likely to keep a lot of it quiet. Yeah. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. And the good news is that you'll be back with us for the next segment to discuss more about self-publishing and writing and your books. So for more information on Sherry's books, visit SherryMcGuinn.com. And I'm Young Juan, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit our creative community at btsya.com and this radio program at www.expressyourselfteenradio. We'll be back in a bit. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Kylie Kelly, and we're your teen hosts on today's episode of Express Yourself. So we're so happy that Sherry is back with us for two segments today because, as writers, we're so interested in knowing her thoughts for developing characters and plots as well as self-publishing. When Sherry was still trying to land an agent and traditional publisher, she hadn't recognized the themes of resilience in books, but instead described the problems being encountered by teens. Perhaps the publishers were scared to publish her, assuming the books would be depressing, which they are not. So welcome back, Sherry. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. So I had one question that we didn't get to, or I didn't get asked in the first segment. But how do you feel about privacy for teens? And do you think that they, that unconsciously, when teens are in trouble, they want to get help? Oh boy, that's kind of a double question. Um, I think that teens do need privacy, um, but there also comes a point where. Uh, like if you're are you talking about privacy with like with their parents yeah and the journal yeah reading? yeah um yes in running away the mom ends up reading her daughter's journal because her daughter has left a note and she's running away mm-hmm. and she wants to get some kind of clue of where the girl might have gone and she also is, wants to know what on earth has happened why is this happening i thought everything was getting better mm-hmm. um so I think there are situations where uh, privacy has to take a second level. You know, it can't be the primary issue when the kid may be at risk, where, uh, say, a child is being really depressed, acting, or just not being themselves. I think invading their privacy that way would be the last resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't recall ever reading any of my kids' personal <laughs> writings, but if I thought that there was something really horrible happening and I just wasn't in touch with it and they were refusing to talk, then I might 
resort to that if it was my last resort. Um, but like I said, that's a last resort because people do need their privacy. And having them read each other's diary and journal in the, in the book was a literary um, mechanism to help them get to know each other better. It's not necessarily that I would advocate it under normal circumstances. And then, Sherry, your other book is Michael Dolan McCarthy. So could you tell us a little bit about the background inspiration on this? And also, did you live through something that instigated the writing of this novel? Um, okay. The inspiration for this novel is a photograph of me having a nice day on the beach when I was 20-something with the cousin of a friend and her little boy who was... Um, whose father was black and his mom was absolutely white, white, blonde haired and he came out this pretty little coffee colored boy with kinky blonde, blonde, blonde hair and when I was going through my photo albums one day I saw that picture and it just occurred to me that I have no clue, I haven't seen that child since that day uh, and at this point he's an adult but I just thought that would be an interesting character you know how how would things be for that kid and then I put him into a situation that is incredibly difficult and gave him a life that was incredibly difficult to make it more interesting so from that aspect no I, I haven't lived through having somebody that I cared for die a, a violent death like he does um, I haven't had anybody in my life have to take off with their little siblings um, trying to get to a grandparent that's been disowned has disowned them however that said you know the story is definitely not for my life but that said I do pick pieces that are from my life um, there's a lot of my dad and his grandfather, the kind of grumpy, not letting you know that they care kind of person. Um, and when I hit a spot, well, writing the book, I had first chapters written. I had gone through a critique with them, getting them all nice and polished up. They were really, really good, and I realized that I had made the girl, whose name is Shania, his girlfriend, I'd made her awfully important to the story, and I had them taking off across the country to f get his, his little siblings and him to their grandparents across the country, and I realized nobody's going to like that because that's going to write her out of the story. I, I don't know what I've got to do with this. So I actually took a road trip, and I started in Reno where I'd gotten stuck with them, and I drove across Nevada and Utah and Wyoming and hit a blizzard in Wyoming, which parts of that are in the book, and then decided that I was not going to continue the cross-country trip because the weather was horrendous. So I dropped south to where I live in Arizona, and on that drive home, it clicked. And I knew 
what I had to do, the twist that I had to put into the story that would keep Shania in it. Wow. That's really amazing how you incorporate so many aspects of your life into these stories. But now let's talk about self-publishing, which you also teach. So how easy is it to self-publish? It's very easy to self-publish. You can self-publish a rough draft, but to self-publish a well-written book is incredibly difficult. Um, There's so many aspects to publishing, and when you self-publish, you've got to learn all of it. You've got to make sure that it's, it's edited well. You have to format it correctly so that it will display right when they go to print it, because they do that from a PDF file, not a doc file. And um, and that's not even getting down to the marketing part, which is just eats up so much of your time that I miss writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely know. From my school newspaper, we had a nice title and everything is ready to go to press. And we also um, ship or send the PDF file to the printing place, and the mm-hmm. PDF file wasn't the most recent copy, so there was this whole disaster with the title on our front page. So it's definitely oh. a lot of things can go wrong. Oh, yes. That actually happened with the first edition of Running Away. I printed it with one of those companies that sells big packages, expensive <laughs> packages, and I bought the professional one because I wanted my book to be really good. And I found that their editor basically just skimmed the book. It was evident because he was missing details. Um, and there, and I told them that I wanted on the cover, I wanted a girl about to get onto a bus to run away. Mm-hmm. And they sent me a cover with a girl standing ready to get on a school bus. <laughs> and they had, you know, kind of blurred out the school district somewhat, not completely. But they're shaped differently. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but school buses are shaped differently from like a greyhound. So um, I ended up getting my own photographer, and and I ended up spending a lot of money with that company, and it was not a good plan. And I tell people to avoid companies that demand lots of money, because what they're how they're making money is by selling services. Um, Sorry, and you've talked a lot about like the disadvantages and all the difficulties and obviously it's not a very, it's not an easy process even though it will be probably a very rewarding process. What would you say are the greatest advantages quickly in self-publishing? The absolute best advantage is that you have control. Um, Now I'm going through CreateSpace which they offer all those services but they don't push them and you can actually publish a book absolutely for free Um, but I have control I can buy my own ISBN or I can take theirs I can design my own cover or I can hire somebody to do it I can do my own editing or hire an editor Um, I do think it's important to have somebody else proofread it because once you've worked on a manuscript so long, you do not see the little errors. Um, but yeah, definitely the fact that you have control over all the artistic kinds of things is a big advantage. Well, that was a very cool insight, but unfortunately, we are out of time again. 
Thanks so much for sharing all your information about your stories, your inspiration, and your self-publishing. Everybody can visit Sherry's website at www.sherrymcguinn.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-M-C-G-U-I-N-N.com for more information. I'm Kai Kelly. And I'm Young Juan. And that was really great. And I'm glad that the publishing world is able to get out there to our teen listeners. And you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. So visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And don't go away. We'll be right back with our teen chef in Texas, Tanner O'Dell. He's fun, and we can't wait to see what he has cooked up for us this time. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Kai Kelly. Tanner O'Dell is our newest reporter, and his audition was so great that we couldn't wait to have him back on the program. Like all of us here on Express Yourself, Tanner wants to inspire other young people to live their dreams and be great. The way he does it is through fresh, healthy food. 
As a motivational speaker, gluten-free and plant-based chef, radio host, and the authority of Teenage Networking, Tanner has a lot to offer you. Over the last five years, he has been published in Better Homes and Gardens, catered for the governor of Nebraska, and appeared on multiple television and radio programs, written two business plans, and lived each day to the fullest. Wow. So also, currently, he's in Austin, Texas, as a plant-based, gluten-free, cilantro-hating, pot-belly pig-owning, passionate, hip, and constantly learning cook. His segment is Live to Eat, Happy, Healthy, and Hungry Reporting. Hi, Tanner. So nice to meet you. Hey there, everyone. Great to be back. Yeah, so what's on our menu for today? Today, I'm going to be talking about creating your own cookbook and creating some awesome recipes. So recipes can be just a very powerful thing and a very loving gift as well. I personally have just always enjoyed sharing recipes with everyone that I know. My great-grandma, who I never actually got the chance to meet, is most likely who I get this trait from. But she was an outstanding cook, and to this day, I am the one that guards her precious recipe box. And since lately, I have turned to eating much healthier foods. I can't exactly eat most of her old recipes. So one of my personal ways of bringing my family closer together and making them a little bit healthier without them not exactly knowing is to take my great-grandma's recipes and turn them into something healthier. So today I have a challenge for all of you listening. If you can take one of your family's recipes and make it healthier, I'm going to post the winning recipe on my website for over 10,000 people to see. You can send your recipes to tanner at tannerodell.com, which is T-A-N-N-E-R at T-A-N-N-E-R O-D-E-L-L dot com. You can also share it with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash I like Tanner Odell. Now, how exactly do you make an old recipe healthy, especially if you don't necessarily have the right cooking skills? Well, you know, let's take chocolate chip cookies, for example. You can take a basic old family recipe and turn them gluten-free, dairy-free, or even vegan just by researching on the internet. You can also use books as a great reference, and lots of these books and things you'll find on the internet will tell you how to convert recipes in the gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free ways. So once again, you can send your family recipes that are that have a healthy twist to them to tanner at tannerodell.com or share it with me on facebook.com slash I like Tanner Odell. Now, if you aren't exactly a chef, where can you start to learn about cooking? There are lots of resources, and I want to just chat about them real quick with our teen hosts on the show tonight. Youngju and Kai, do you ever watch the Food Network? I actually am a huge fan of the Food yeah, Network. So yeah, um, my parents canceled the cable subscription a long time ago, and one of the few channels we had was Food Network, so I, was all, I would always come home. My friends would be watching Disney Channel, and I would be learning how to cook with, like, Rachel Ray. <laughs> Exactly. That's that's how I first learned to cook. I was a 13-year-old that would stay up until 3 in the morning watching the Food Network, and I just absorbed all of the information I possibly could. Now, lots of people may not think that the Food Network would be so interesting. So I challenge you all to just take you know, 30 minutes, find a great show. A great show to find is on the Cooking Channel as well, and that is Alton Brown's Good Eats. And you'll learn a ton from lots of things on the Food Network. And do you, either of you guys have any cookbooks that you especially like? Um, well, I, yeah, Kai, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
Oh, um, well, I liked Rachel Ray's, like, Cooking for Teens book because they had a lot of simple things because I'm not really that great in the kitchen. Right. Yeah, and I don't think I'm particularly – I'm not that great in the kitchen either, so I know I rely mostly on my mom's recipes, which she just has memorized, and I don't really think I refer to cookbooks just because I don't consider myself a very talented chef. Well, there's lots of great cookbooks that can also teach you how to cook and give you recipes. So I just mentioned Alton Brown from the Food Network. He has an awesome line of cookbooks uh, that are called I'm Just Here for the Food and I'm Just Here for More Food. And they go through all kinds of different steps that help teach you how to cook as well as give you recipes. There's also tons of blogs out on the internet that are very informative, and they're becoming kind of our world's new cookbooks. You can find lots of different blogs that have all kinds of different ways of cooking foods. And there's also, we have to chat just for a second about modernist cuisine. If those of you um, out there aren't very good at cooking, you might not know what this is, but modernist cuisine is like the Escalade, the Mercedes of all cookbooks, and it teaches you pretty much every little thing. It's um, There's some information online if you Google modernist cuisine, but this is once you get pro, once you get really excited and passionate about cooking, you can order these 450-some dollar books. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. I know. So do you guys ever just get into the kitchen, help your parents cook? Um my parents recently, or not recently, I guess it's been two years maybe, since they've allowed me to be in the kitchen and make breakfast, often lunch. So yeah, I'm exploring more about the culinary world. It's funny that you mentioned modernist cuisine. I actually, we have a family friend who's really into cooking. He's been going to all these different cooking camps for the past couple of years. And so for Christmas last year, I remember we were talking over dinner, and he asked for the, all of the modernist cuisine for Christmas. He was super excited, and so I just reminded me of those because I hadn't heard of them, and I had couldn't believe that a book would be so valuable or so expensive. But I guess it is actually really popular for those who love to cook. Oh yes, definitely. And if you, you know, if you want just some easy steps to start getting into the kitchen, if you just start with little tiny things like learning how to use a knife or learning how to work with different vegetables, it's very easy to just take it one step at a time. And if you start cooking and really enjoy it, I think one of the best gifts to give is a cookbook that you make in your own home. Even if you aren't the expert at cooking, if you take some old family recipes or create some of your own healthy recipes, it's very easy to turn those into a cookbook to give to people at holidays or give to people at birthdays. And, you know, we had a great show tonight about publishing, and I encourage you to either create your own amazing healthy recipes or just take your family's recipes and put an amazing twist on them. So, Tanner, what is one of your great-grandma's recipes that you have turned into a healthy recipe like you've been talking about? Well, one of my favorite ones that I have transformed is cinnamon rolls. So my grandma was, uh, my great-grandma was very well known for her cinnamon rolls. And that's something that once I went gluten-free and once I started eating more plant-based, I could not eat those anymore. So during classes, I go to an all-natural culinary school in Austin, Texas, and I actually got to recreate these cinnamon rolls in a very healthy version. And they are 
fantastic. You'd never know the difference. And it's, you know, there's limitless possibilities with old family recipes. And people are so emotionally connected with food as well. So if you can create something healthy that you can then present to your family that just reminds them of someone or reminds them of old memories, it's just very, very powerful. Yeah. Um, so you said vegan, and I was just talking about this with my church group, and we were all wondering what exactly vegan people eat, since you guys can't, or you personally might not be vegan, but other vegans can't eat eggs, they can't eat dairy products, so they can't eat bread, and so I was curious to see how you guys survive. <laughs> well, you eat lots of different um, sources of protein, and most of your food is all from plants, so nothing from an animal. So no dairy, no eggs, no nothing from an animal. But there's all kinds of different foods available out there, and there's all kinds of blogs and books and things that can lead you in the right direction if you're curious about a vegan diet. Mm. And then we talked about earlier, Young Ju and I both are probably a little bit intimidated to get into the kitchen and cook. So what are some basic tips you would have to get people like us more comfortable in the kitchen? I would say work with your teacher or a parent or anyone that can just kind of help you with the basics. You can also go online, look at blogs, and then just start doing some very simple things like learning how to hold a knife, learning how to chop an onion or a carrot or very simple things like that. And I will have some tips on my website, TannerOdell.com, for you if you're interested in getting into the kitchen. Also, if you're interested in a vegan diet, just go onto the Google, come onto my website, and you can find out more information about that as well. Yeah. All right. So unfortunately, we are out of time now, but thank you so much for all of your information. We definitely feel enlightened as we do each week. So for more information, visit Tanner Odell's website at www.TannerOdell.com. Continue to cook up some tasty treats for our Express Yourself listeners. I'm Kylie Kelly. And I'm Young Juan. For more great recipes from Tanner, remember to visit TannerOdell.com. And thanks so much for joining us here on Voice America Kids. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. And thanks to our guest, Jerry McGuinn from Arizona. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Don't forget to check out BTSYA to find out more about the ninth annual Be The Star You Are essay contest. Thank you for always tuning in every week. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyiteenradio at gmail.com. And check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free, get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for free newsletters, and make a donation to keep Be The Star You Are alive. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks to our great guests. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then... 
Remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself.